This is 77 WABC Sports. All right, welcome back to another episode of your 77 WABC Sports Top 5 Headlines. Happy Wednesday, everybody. I'm Mike Didino with my co-host. Eric Salas. Today we will be doing all football. It's slow sports weekend outside of the Mets and the Yankees that we've talked about every day for the last two months. Not much going on, so we'll do all NFL today. We'll go through injuries, and we will dive into some underreactions and overreactions. Let's get right into it. Headline number one, ESPN's Rich Samini reports Joe Flacco will start week two against the Browns. Headline two, Seahawks coach Pete Carroll told media that Jamal Adams has a serious knee injury and will require surgery. Headline number three, ESPN's Jeremy Fowler reports the Cowboys won't pursue a significant quarterback for now. Headline four, Chargers coach Brandon Staley refused to rule out wide receiver Keenan Allen with a hamstring injury, but admitted it's not looking great for week two's game against the Chiefs. And headline number five, the big one, the sad one, the Colts have waived kicker Rodrigo Blankenship. Take one for Rodrigo tonight. Back to headline number one, Joe Flacco gets to start for the Jets in week two versus the Browns. Let's give you an underreaction or overreaction after week one. Always fun to do these. Are the Jets the worst team in the NFL? Overreaction or underreaction? I think it's an underreaction. I think they will be one of the worst teams in the NFL, maybe even the worst, if that's what you're thinking. But what team comes even close to the Jets at this very moment? You think off the top of your head, Chicago was a team that was up there, but they won last week. They beat San Fran. Which and that's a, a game a I can't people, get a good grasp on either. Grasp so I have game. to wait till this week to see how I feel about you that. You think the Texans will be up there, but they played Indy tough. Jacksonville will probably be bad, but they're better than the Jets. You know, off the top of my head, the Jets are one of the worst teams, if not the worst team in the, the NFL. The Texans are competitive. They tied the game at 2020. Like the Jets can't even get past 10 points. So as of right now, I believe the Jets are the worst team in the NFL. And then headline two, Seahawks coach Pete Carroll told the media that Jamal Adams has a serious knee injury and will require surgery. How'd you feel when he was out? It was really early in the game, was it not? Tough one. Obviously, Jet fans don't really They're rejoicing. Too fond. They're rejoicing. They're probably rejoicing. Typical Jet fans there. But, you know, you feel bad for Jamal. He's a guy that, you know... Pretty outspoken on social media. Rah-rah guy goes down for the season. Tough loss. But Seattle wins the game. They beat Denver. A lot of probably survivor pools were busted in that one. 100%. Underreaction or overreaction, Geno Smith. I hate to pick on the Jets again, but is Geno Smith better than Zach Wilson? I think it's a little bit of an overreaction. Geno Smith at the time where Zach Wilson was, right around when he was drafted, second round pick, was not great either. I think around now he has a great coach and he's been in the system for a very long time as a backup and it's a good place to be in his career. But no, I think it's an overreaction. Reaction. Zach Wilson's in a way different spot than where Geno Smith is. We've seen over the past few years, everybody say, let Russ cook, let Russ cook. But Pete Carroll didn't love letting Russ cook. Now he's got a guy that he doesn't have to let cook. Seattle's an interesting team this year. There'll probably be a run-heavy offense that'll try to play defense. That's why the Adams injury hurts. Will Seattle be competitive quickly? Seattle, I believe, will be competitive because they'll spread the ball around. They like to run the ball. I think they'll stay in games. I think that game really showed me there's a lot of talent on the Denver Broncos side of the ball. And I think them winning that game and staying in it from the beginning to the end, I think they'll be all right. Headline number three, Jeremy Fowler of ESPN reports Cowboys won't pursue a significant quarterback trade for now. I think they have to. They have to. This is a lie. What are they going to just tank? But then who do they get? They're preferring not to put Dak Prescott on the IR. So I think they're really waiting for a sooner, I believe, return. 
what is it, eight weeks, I believe, for the hand injury? It's, it's surgery. Like six He's got to throw and right even be longer. But we did see a similar injury with Drew Brees. So maybe he can come back sooner. He's younger. Who knows? But they have to get a quarterback. You I, got I, anybody I don't you think, want to circle? I think we've spoken about this before. Jimmy G, I think you kind of have to. I don't think to. it's going to happen. You don't think they'll I'll pay tell for you that? why. No, they, you don't want to pay for a backup quarterback that you're only going to use for about five or six weeks. To me. So who's on the docket? Like a Chase Daniel or something? I got like two that? guys here. And I mean, maybe I'm crazy, but I think Andy Dalton and Joe Flacco. Again, get we, that. Joe again? Flacco actually makes some sense. And Andy Dalton, to me, makes sense. You want a guy in Dalton, he knows the system. He can make an easy transition back to Dallas. And then, you know, if Dalton's playing over Cooper Rush, at least you have a chance to compete in games. I don't think Mike McCarthy liked Andy Dalton using him you, when you have the, to go was with a well. veteran quarterback that's been around the block that could pick up a system quick and that could play for one month and just keep you in games. Flacco would make sense, but I don't know. He's dealing with, you can kind of see right now, he, Dak is struggling with protection right now on his offensive line. Joe Flacco's doing the same thing. If he gets another couple seconds, it could help out. But I would say Andy Dalton would make sense, but I don't know if they'd spin the block on him again. Headline four, Chargers coach Brandon Staley refused to rule out Keenan Allen, who has a hamstring injury, but admitted it's not looking too great for week two's game against the Chiefs. Keenan Allen, big part of their offense, but I feel like I'm not too worried. They've dealt with this before. Keenan Allen, I wouldn't say is injury prone, but he's had his fair share of injuries and they got receivers and they have Justin Herbert and that's all you really need, honestly. Let me ask you a question. You're building a team right now. Overreaction or underreaction, Justin Herbert is better than Joe Burrow. This is a great question, but I'm going to say Justin Herbert just by the eye test. I think Joe Burrow is great in a lot of senses of the game, but Justin Herbert just has that factor where if you're down two touchdowns, you have a lot of confidence he can come back. And I believe Joe Burrow has a little bit of that. We saw that in week one already, coming back from four interceptions, obviously a very sloppy game. But when it comes to Justin Herbert and the amount of skill that's put out there, it's like Pat Mahomes level. It's like you're never out of this game. Chargers in Chiefs tomorrow, presumably no Keenan Allen. Good test for Justin Herbert. Can he play with a competitive team on the road? We'll see. Headline number five, the sad one. Colts have waived Rodrigo Blankenship, one of the more exciting kickers to follow. 25-year-old from Georgia. He's just got that look of a guy that doesn't belong in the NFL, but he is in the NFL. He was in the NFL. Wave now. Pretty much caught everybody's eye. It was very exciting to watch, and he's had a couple game winners, but in reality, if you ask a Colts fan, they're not too big fans of him, especially over this past weekend, but him anywhere past 39 yards, he's not automatic, and that's not what you want in a kicker, and that's not good for week one as well. Starting with a tie in week one obviously doesn't look good on paper, but I have a little stat here. He's made only 69% of field goals since week 17 of his rookie season back in 2020, plus he's only one for four from 50 yards, and a lot of people are saying they don't know where everyone gets the idea that he's a great kicker. I think he just looks cool with the goggles, yeah, and right. again, the game winner here and there looks really cool, like, you know, very close game at the end, but oh, that's about in it. trouble. They tie the Texans, now they play Jacksonville. They're only four-point favorites. They're like, not in trouble. If you look at the history between the Texans and the Colts, those they've. If when it comes to betting and everything like that, you don't even want to touch those games because it's so close every single year. So I wouldn't say they're in trouble, but the tie is going to come back to bite them when it comes to playoff time. A lot of people picked the Colts to win the AFC. We'll stay tuned on that one. They're in Jacksonville this week. Eric, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you for joining us on another episode of your 77 WABC Sports Top 5 Headlines. Follow us on Instagram, 77 WABC Sports. Like, subscribe, do all all those fun things, and we will see you on Friday.